Hello and welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. I am your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Hagan. You guys doing? Well, I figured uh, I'll give a quick little update on, uh, on, on water polo. Didn't go too hot. Kind of got stomped. Um, only six guys that went out there, so it's not even a full lineup. So we had to play with a bunch of randos. But volunteers. Yeah, yeah. Literally, literally volunteers. Um, so it was alright. It was fun to go to Tennessee. Got to explore a little bit. Cool to see another always cool to see another college town. Always fun to play water polo. But uh didn't didn't go as planned. Not at all. What's what's there in Tennessee? Like what is there to explore? They got a really cool main street. They have a okay. they call it the strip. It has like all their bars and stuff. Uh, their stadium right next to the school, which is I, I find cool. I mean, I'm that's how most colleges do it, but for some reason, South Carolina does not. Uh, it felt a lot more like it felt like they. Had, I mean, it felt like they had a lot more money than South Carolina, like Columbia, South Carolina, Knoxville itself. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. They, there wasn't as many busted down roads. There was wasn't as bad infrastructure. So that was cool to see, cool to explore. Was like they had more money than College Park too. Probably. They probably do. Um, but uh, on the way back, we got a nice scenic route of the mountains. Got to see some cool cool rivers. Get to see some hillbilly towns out there, which got to be interesting to uh, to live over there. I, I can't believe they get Yeah, I, I can guarantee you that Knoxville is probably not a representative sample of the rest of Tennessee. Oh, no, not at all. I mean, just driving <laughs> back through North Carolina and around – uh, the, the mountains and stuff, it was like, all right, that's that's actually crazy. God, that's... All right, let's Start get into basketball. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with me today. Hair's not looking good. I need a hat or something. Going but it's throat, right. too. I know, I know. But Start. it just means I need to get some basketball in me. That'll get me going, get me some cheery. It was a great, great weekend of basketball. I love, I love this time of the year. I mean, we got basketball playoffs, NFL draft coming up, uh, hockey playoffs. And we got a lot of things going. Baseball's just starting. It's 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 lively back in the cities. Everyone's back. Uh, it seems like like the the little bit of spring break for the sports is finally coming to an end. Something to be excited about. Probably have three teams. You might have two in the playoffs. You might have one in the playoffs. Uh, you might have a decent baseball team. So there's a lot of a lot of room for excitement. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you're Detroit. Yes. But even that is, you always find <clears throat> excitement within the NFL draft. There's always someone coming out with, uh, with the best player of the draft. So we we will get in that. There's not much NFL. If you're looking for NFL draft stuff today, sorry, you're not going to get it. It's NBA time, as you can see behind me. Playoffs have started. The playoffs are here, and we're going to talk about. We're doing reverse chronological order, just to have the most recent games uh, under our belt first, and we're going to be starting with. The stomp game, Golden State Warriors, Sacramento Kings, game two. Sacramento up 2-0 in the series now. Beat the Warriors twice at home. Oh, sorry, twice at their home. And now have to go to Golden State with a 2-0 lead. And for the first time in Steph Curry's career, he is down 0-2 in the playoffs. So where do we want to start? Like, okay, this is... Before we get to the the stomp stuff, okay. I'll just say that like this is kind of the series that everyone I just like oh like the Kings are the higher seed, but it doesn't really matter. Like the Warriors are the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry, they have the pedigree. This team, it's a bunch of guys that probably like the casual NBA fan doesn't really know too much about. Uh, say Malik Monk has made a good impression. Most oh, yeah. people. Oh yeah. Um, as as. Darren Fox. I mean, you probably know who Darren Fox is, but you probably haven't really watched him much. He's been awesome. They look for real, which is awesome. This team has been out of the playoffs for what is it, seventeen years? Yep. Oh, it's an electric atmosphere in there. Uh so I'm happy for Maryland guys. Alex Len. Yeah, big so minutes by Len. Not just Kevin Herter. Yeah, big so. it was a big night for him too. I felt <laughs> like he could have played a little more. Than uh than his only eight his uh his plus minus is plus twenty through two games. Love it, Len season. 
I'm not a math guy, but that seems pretty good. That seems pretty good to me. So, let's yeah. Before we let's let's talk about the game itself before we get into the stomp. And if you don't know what we're talking about, we'll get to it. We'll explain it all. And so going in, as you said, the atmosphere is absolutely crazy from the tip off. the The fans were on their on their feet, jumping up and down for for dunks and three pointers. Uh, they had a rough first quarter. It looked like they were too excited about their game one win. Uh, only were down six points though, so held the Warriors to twenty three in the first quarter, even with a struggling shooting performance and uh just bad offensive plays over and over again. But held it in there. Second quarter comes out with a bang with forty one points. Uh, they they really got everything back together. Sabonis was going to the free throw line like like no like no one's business. Uh, getting rebounds. De'Aaron Fox was doing his thing. Malik Monk, him and him and Malik have been one of the best duos in this playoff so far. And them just together, seeing them, they're both two Kentucky guys playing on the same college team. It's always a fun story to see. And that them just balling out is is really, as you said, one of the big bright spots in this in this Kings team. This does feel like a series that is probably going to go seven because I think when. Go downstate to Oracle or not Oracle, whatever it's called now. It's, it's it gonna spectrum? be sorry. I forget, that sounds right. Uh, but it's gonna be a completely different ball game. Oh, years true. of watching the Warriors at home in the playoffs. There, watch a different team. Like once they start hitting threes, they get ahead. It feels like they're not gonna look back. I didn't think the Kings would take the first two at home, regardless. Um. Oh, I was I was very happy to see that because I think everyone's pulling for the Kings, right? Yeah. Like the beam stuff on Twitter has gotten a little out of control, but it's fun. No one really is rooting for the Warriors. Yeah, that's that's a great. It's David versus Goliath. Uh, even though the the Kings are the three seed, I mean, this was as as we said of all the talk before the playoffs was this is like the easy upset, the easy pick. A lot of people were picking the Warriors. And people didn't, I mean, they just don't, as you said, don't know about the Kings. They haven't watched a lot of the Kings basketball this year, even though they have, they've been playing great. They haven't been on uh, national television as much as they should be. And it's good to see them in the spotlight, getting the respect they deserve. All these players uh, coming in, working together, and getting getting spotlight that they've been deserving all, all season. But they they finally get it. And they get it on national television, beating their big brother Warriors uh, twice at home, as you said. So what I want to look at is I love about this Kings team is the point spread. I mean, 24 by Sabonis, 24 by Fox, then 15, 18, 14, 13. Uh, it's really team basketball. They, they've been playing playing that all season. And there's not – even though there is a – like. Darren Fox could become the dominant guy in their in their playoff series if need be. Uh, Malik Monk can can put up a show and score the most points on the team if need be. And we know what Sabonis can do. So having just the flexibility of all those people together and all working as one consistent unit is is really something special. Yeah, and last night I was more impressed with the defense because this series is one where there's basically no all around like the total for yeah. game one i think was 237 yep and they still went over mm -hmm. which is insane uh but last night they actually i mean 106 doesn't sound like that great of a score but in today's nba it's decent defensive performance um they completely took jordan Poole out of the game so you had like just curry and clay uh, and i guess wiggins was all right but in a series that there's supposed to be no defense, team that plays a little bit of defense is probably going to be the one that wins. Yeah, as you said, Jordan Poole off the bench, four points. DiVincenzo with zero points. Uh, they they really did play good defense. And it's the Warriors, I mean, before the playoffs started, it was like, all right, let's see how they figure it out. Let's see how they they mesh back with Andrew Wiggins and get all their guys back. And hopefully they're back to, you know, the championship Warriors that we saw. But... They really have no one to defend De'Aaron Fox, no one to defend Malik Monk. And when those guys get rolling, there's not a lot that the Warriors can do to slow them down. So 
in a game like this where where the Kings play play good defense and and hold the Warriors to 106 is as you said not a not a great total but in today's NBA is modest is great modest uh, yeah, they yeah. really only have one good defender on the team which is Draymond Except yeah way. yeah Sorry yeah 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 all right let's talk about Draymond so Draymond Green last <clears throat> night uh Sabonis falls grabs his leg uh, it was kind of a, a, a nasty play by him as well, but Draymond goes over the top, uh, looks at Sabonis in the face, and Goomba stomps him <laughs> right in the chest, right in the right in the ribs, and got immediately thrown out of the game. After he got thrown out of the game, he went over to the Kings fans and waved on the boos and waved on the the cheering of him getting kicked out. So. He's just a menace. He's a goddamn menace. And the this is there's no room for that in a basketball court. If I'm the league, I I I think about suspending him for game 3, uh knowing that the NBA definitely has an agenda. I mean, they always they always have an agenda every season it feels like. And there was a, a there's probably an agenda to get the higher market team, the former champs and the you know the Golden State Warriors to get at least two more games under this belt, make it a series again. So they don't want it to be o three or three o. They don't want it to be a sweep or anything like that. So they're probably not going to suspend Draymond. But this is now what the third time this year that he's done something manic and just completely gone off the walls. Is he's nuts and like. Thing that I was thinking about is the dude has three rings, right? Four. You'd think at four, like you'd think at this point in your career, just a little more mellow in the playoffs. Yeah, you'd settle like, down a little. The playoffs bit. intentions are high, but it's like your legacy's not on the line or anything. Like, just take a chill pill. Yeah, and after the <laughs> game, they asked him about it, and he said the first thing he said was, "Oh, Sabonis grabs grab my leg." Like, every time Draymond falls, he doesn't reach for the guys around him and try to drag them down with him. Everyone in the league does this. Uh, it's, a, it's a dirty play that shouldn't, that shouldn't be happening in the league, but there's, it's not an excuse to literally curb stomp someone. If he grabs your leg, then he should get a technical, and that should be enough. It, yeah, yeah, fall over, make a scene. That could have been a technical on Sabonis. Yeah, make a, make, like, a, make a scene, flop a little bit. Get an Emmy, but no. Instead, just completely turn into a villain. And he is the true villain of the NBA and has yes. been for, for many years now. But He loves that. Yeah, he does. And it's now like sometimes you cross the line from being like the villain that the NBA needs to. It's just like, all right, don't need this anymore. Yeah, yeah there's no there's Do no we really have to talk about this again in the playoffs. It's like every year. Mm-hmm. Every yep. year. Every year. And he started oh. He started the season. I'm sick of him. Yeah, I am too. Uh, so he he's his contract's up this year. There's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be interesting to see if the Warriors try to keep him or just let him go. Uh, he's got. He came on immediately afterwards after the game, and made his Draymond Green show and talked about this. Uh, talked about this incident. So I wonder. I didn't listen to it. I have no. I don't want to listen to Draymond talk ever. So I have uh I don't know if he took any accountability for it. My guess would be no, considering he punched his teammate at the beginning of the season and took no accountability for it. So this guy's a mess. He needs to get out of here. And as you said earlier, I think everyone's rooting for the Kings. I mean, we everyone wants to light the beam. I know last night when I was gearing up for this game, I was excited to see the Kings, uh excited to see them keep on this momentum and they 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 use the crowd really well. It's really nice that they have game seven at home in case it does get to a game mm -hmm. seven, and they can steal one of these at the the Chase Center. By the way, I looked it up. Chase uh, Center, that's right. They they will have they will have this this series almost in the books. It feels like so. As and of course, you can never count out Steph Curry and the Warriors. The second I feel like podcasts like us come out here and start doubting them, that's when they turn it on. So I'm not going to do too much doubting. They have. Great players. They have a great facility, a great organization. So 
They shouldn't be scared of these Kings, even though they're down 0-2. But they they got to improve somehow. They got to have better minutes from Jordan Poole. They got to have better minutes from Gary Payton. Um, and they got to slow down Hunter and Malik Monk and Sabonis. Yeah, and I mean, like, the the most cliche thing to say in the playoffs is the series doesn't start until the home team loses. Mm-hmm. And while it is cliche, it, it is kind of true because they now have to come beat you at your place, something that no one's been able to do in the last seven years. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason to panic or anything. Like, this is this was according to plan. Um, if you just go by, by the book, and, the, you know, they're still the Warriors, but I think what you said earlier about whether or not he'll get suspended, it's like in the World Series where Yuli Gurliel, like, did the racist uh, eyes to Darvish, I think it was. They suspended him for, like, the first 10 games of next year that he didn't have to miss the World Series. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, they're not going to suspend a guy like that in the playoffs. No, they 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 should. They definitely should, but they won't. And at, since we're talking about this series, let's just mention game one. It was uh, 126 to 123, an absolutely spectacular basketball game. Uh, Darren Fox, 38 points. Malik Monk, 32 off the bench. Uh, and with being up 2-0, you would think that Kevin Herter has made a, a massive impact on, on this team and hit a lot of clutch threes. And yeah, he's hit a, his fair amount of, amount of threes, but it, it hasn't been the, the Kevin Herter that we've seen all season. So oh, he's been pretty quiet. So if they keep, if they get him turned on next game, uh, I know he had 15 this last game, but it wasn't as uh, it wasn't as efficient as it normally is, or it wasn't as good as it normally is. But they can get him back to himself, get him back to his spots that he needs to be in. They're they're going to be looking good. Yeah, definitely. All right, on to on to Philly. Yeah. All right, so Brooklyn Nets are also down o two to the Philadelphia seventy sixers. This one is more more of chalk, more predicted of what we all expected. Um. I don't know if there was a lot of people out there picking the Brooklyn Nets to win this series. They they started this game really hot. They were up, uh, they were up uh, five, up six, six, six or five at halftime. Uh, they were they came out in the third quarter flat though. They played a small ball game, which seems like they should have done game one, but it just wasn't enough. Joel Embiid ended up with twenty. Maxi was the true hero of this game with thirty three, and Tobias Harris played really well with twenty points himself. James Harden, he has had many, many playoff stinkers. This one was another one. He didn't shoot well at all. He only ended up. He was with great eight in points. game one. He was. Miss credit. He was. Uh, we're talking about game two right now. He still had seven assists. Saying. Still had seven assists in this game, but the Nets are just not big enough. They they don't have the firepower, and they're definitely not big enough to keep up with this team. Uh, Embiid with nineteen rebounds and seven assists from him on a on a low scoring night. So he still got his, I mean, he still got his 20 points and still got his, uh, got his rebounds. So they're, they're going to have to put, they're going to have to figure out how to try to slow him down. And honestly, I just don't think they have the roster for it. Nick Claxton can't keep up with him. He can't do anything offensively either. And they only played uh, about eight guys this game where, and they needed all eight of them. To, to play a lot of minutes. So they, they don't have many options, um, but they, they're, I mean, I guess they're hanging in there. You give them props for that. They didn't even cover. God, that made me so mad. They didn't even cover. Oh, they did you see my so tweet? Much. Uh-uh. Maybe. I had them at a five-leg Oh, parlay. yes, I did. the only leg that missed, plus 10, yeah. and they lost by 12. So that was, that was infuriating. Yeah, that was sick. But, yeah. It, it... And in a bad um, way, sick. There's not that much to say about this series, I think. Like, it's not... Nothing has really gone, like you said, away from what we expected. It's almost like they're saving Embiid's energy, at least on the offensive end. Because, like, 26 and 20 for average Joe is two great nights. Mm -hmm. But Embiid, who's averaging, like, 34 a game, or significantly worse than Mm -hmm. his normal output... 
you had like game one, you had Harden had a really good offensive game. Um, where did their other points come from? In this game? Uh, uh, this game was the maxi. Yeah. I guess like game one was so spread out. Like I remember like watching, it didn't feel like anyone was done. Still somehow I got twenty six. Paul Reed. Ball Paul, you know, with 11. Um, but yeah, it's like neither game has been super close. Last night was close for a while, but once the Sixers took control, like, you knew that there was no chance that Brooklyn was coming back. Yeah, it's kind of the same way in game one, like, it was close for a while, and then at halftime, they were up. And if it was double digits or almost double digits, but once once they establish control, it's over. And yeah, I, I that... don't see this going longer than five. That third quarter, when when the when the Seventy Sixers finally got ahead and finally started playing their type of ball, it seemed like it was it was destined to be over there. Um, the the thing that so first of all, I want to mention we talked about the one hundred six score being pretty good on defense. This was a game that ended ninety six eighty four, and out of I think two thousand plus games, it said it was the, Kenny said it on TNT. Uh, right after it was so two thousand plus games this season, only twenty three of them ended with two scores under one hundred. So this is now I think the twenty fourth of the season, and so good defense for both of them and kind of sloppy offense for both of them as well. But what this shows me is not a not a worry for the Sixers in this series, but it shows me the blueprint of how they're eventually going to choke this playoffs away. Uh, Harden just has another one of these stinker games, a game where you have to rely on Maxi and Tobias Harris to get all your, uh, to get most of your points. That's, that's not going to work against the Boston Celtics. It's not going to work against the Milwaukee Bucks when they're fully healthy. Um, so they need to have, and as you said, maybe they are saving his energy offensively and defensively. He's been a monster, but Joel Embiid needs to, uh, needs to take this team on his back at some point in this playoffs. And if he has another Harden game like this, he has another uh, PJ Tucker zero points. Uh, Jaylen, oh, that's normal. Yeah, yeah, it is pretty normal. The Jaden McDaniel's they, or Jalen McDaniel's they traded for him. Uh, I don't know why. Twenty two minutes zero points is bad. Yeah, he and he didn't do anything in the first game, if I remember correctly, either. So I don't even remember seeing him out there. Yeah, so he's not he's not really a factor for them, but. They have, we've seen two now, two games. Harden can be really good. Harden can be really bad. So they just got to hope and pray that they get the right Harden on the right night against a good team. I mean, it's definitely going to be an issue in the future because if we know anything about James Harden, it's that he loves the strip club and mm-hmm. falls apart in the playoffs. Yep. Two, uh, uh, I, two keys to James Harden. I hope that... The, the story is different with the change of scenery. I wouldn't bank on it until I see it. Nope, I wouldn't either. All right. Nuggets, Timberwolves, we can talk really quickly about because it was a ass beating game one. Nuggets are up 1 0 in the series, 109 to 80. Just really a piss poor performance <laughs> by the Timberwolves. Uh, nobody really played well at all. Anthony Edwards, I guess, got 18, but he didn't shoot it very well. Um, Gobert was eight points. Carl Anthony Towns only eleven. They this this just could be this could be the Nuggets team that finally makes it deep in the playoffs. I didn't even have a a great game by Jokic. I mean he got he got thirteen and fourteen and six, so good on that standard, but not anything spectacular. We know he can get a a forty point game in there. We know we can get a thirty five point game in there. So this could be this could be a sweep, honestly. I, w- I wouldn't be too surprised. I think this ends in four or five. Um, oh, that rhymed. Yeah, it did. Look at that. Uh, the Timberwolves are just so frustrating because they have all this talent, and like, it's the same story as last year. It doesn't matter. Like, something's going to go wrong. And there's just, I don't know if there's something missing or these guys just can't play together, but this is the same Timberwolves team that we've seen all year and at the end of last year. So, yeah, and you'd again, think not much of a surprise. You'd think after the Lakers game, you'd think Carl Anthony Towns would have a an, another great performance. You think Mike Conley would have a great performance. Uh, you think 
even Teron Prince off the bench would do something. But in this game one, all of them were stinkers. Uh, Teron Prince with a fat zero off the bench with 21 minutes. So they they need they need their role players to step up. They want to do it, and it also requires their their franchise player and Carl Anthony Towns to to put the team as I as I said with Embiid, try to put the team on your back when everything else is going going wrong. And if they if they don't get that, it's not going to be it's not going to be a close series at all. Yeah, no, and and I wouldn't expect it to be. All right, my I think this is going to be end up being my favorite series of the first round. And it was a spectacular game one. It was awesome to see these two teams facing up against each other. The Los Angeles Clippers and the Phoenix Suns. Game one went to the Clippers by five points. Uh, The thing with me is there was way too much of DeAndre Ayton and Chris Paul. uh, And there wasn't enough Kevin Durant out there. I know he played 45 minutes and got 27 points. But a lot of those possessions... He could have gotten the ball more. He could have been the the, the offense should have been throw, throwing going through him, and it wasn't. So they that was a it was a bad coaching performance by Monty Williams. Uh, what's his name on the the Clippers? Uh, to, what's his name? Tron Lu. Tron Lu. Yeah, Ty Lu. Ty Lu had a great great coaching game, and Russell Westbrook going three for nineteen ended up being. <sighs> the most impactful player of this game. Yeah. Um, I mean, the other thing that I kind of got about Clippers is that a healthy Kawhi Leonard in the playoffs is the Terminator. one of the best players in the NBA. He's the Terminator. He really is. Uh, he was out last year in the playoffs, right? Yeah, that was his first playoffs yeah. since 2021. Yeah, so... And it's like he's also so quiet, mm-hmm. like doesn't really make any headlines throughout the season other than he sits out half the games. But I guess the playoffs, he's a different guy. And 38 points in game one in Phoenix, that kind of reminded me. I was like, oh, yeah, this might be a better series than I thought it would be. Yeah, there was a great quote from Ty Lu today uh, that they questioned you know, Kawhi Leonard's playing 42 minutes in this, this playoff game. And he, he looked at him and he said, that's, that's what we've been waiting for all season. That's why he took so many games off. That's why he rested so much. And it's the perfect Kawhi sample. This is what the Raptors did on their championship run. Uh, the, oh, during the regular season, had him sit any game he didn't want to play. And it's, it's a perfect way to handle Kawhi Leonard because you don't want him injured. You want him out there. and what I liked is that they went up against against Kevin Durant. Everyone was talking about, oh, they won eight straight with Kevin Durant, or they they're undefeated with Kevin Durant. It wasn't straight, but eight eight and a, eight and zero without were with Kevin Durant on the floor. God, I'm losing my words out here. But they don't have they don't have enough. I mean, Josh Okoge was a a dud for them. Uh, Torian Craig ended up with 22 points, and still. They, they lost by two. So you're not going to see that again. He might get, you know, 15, 16, 17, but he, yeah, probably not 22 again. Uh, Devin Booker had a good game, but all, all of them need to play in sync. They need to play their type of basketball, and they need to play, they need to play when these guys, like, they, they need to play their hearts out because they don't have a bench. They don't have a bench. You're looking at Terrence Ish. Ross, Bismack Biongo, Biombo, Ish Rain White, which I'd never even heard of. Jock Lander, ever heard of that guy? I, I know I've seen him on the court before. I heard of Biombo. Yeah, and you know what you know about Biombo is that he's buns. So <laughs> that uh, he played two, play- two good playoff games for the Raptors. Yeah, yeah, ago. earned himself a contract with the uh, the Hornets. Blocked LeBron. Yeah, that that alone made Michael Jordan spend millions on him. So. <laughs> They they need they need more firepower. They and what I what I was telling I was talking to our friend Dylan Papavazilio, avid Suns fan. We'll have to get him on if this goes, uh, if this is a longer series or we'll get, we'll get him on anyways. But uh, he he was I mean he agreed with me. They just they, they don't have enough depth as the the Clippers do. And when the Clippers can go out there with basically two starting lineups, I mean you, they're the second the bench unit is you know not a top 
five seed starting lineup, but it's still a pretty decent lineup out there to throw out there. And even with all the depth, they've played they played nine guys and got good solid minutes from all nine of them. Yeah, I mean, this is something that we talked about with the Suns going into the playoffs. I think is that got Durant at, at what cost? Mm-hmm. Uh, the cost was the bench. Yeah, they have nothing really outside of their, and they have like four studs mm-hmm. on the floor at once. But give those guys a break, and you're basically screwed. This is also what has made the Clippers a pesky team the last couple of years when dealt with injuries, which has been always. Yeah, like, they're well coached. They are just deep. Mm-hmm. And they got even deeper in the trade deadline. If you remember, they got Eric Gordon. They got Bones Highland off the bench. Signed Mason Plumley as a uh, whatever the, they call that. The the guys who just get sent away from their teams for no reason. Uh, buyout. The buyout guys. So they have they have even more depth. And as you said, they have no Paul George. It didn't matter this game. They definitely, I mean, with with Paul George, it might have been a, a butt whooping. So they, I'm just going to go back to what I was just saying, that the, the Suns need more depth and they need, uh, they need valuable minutes when these guys have to take breaks and rest. The other thing I wanted to mention is they only took 19 three-pointers this game. They made six of them, 31%, not, not going to be good enough. And well, also, took 50 in their last game. That that's what I was just about to say. If they want to make a deep run in the playoffs, not just against these Clippers, that they need to just take more threes. Literally, just physically take more because they're it's today's NBA. We were just talking about how high scoring it is. That's all because of the threes. So mm-hmm. if you don't have a team that shoots a lot of threes, you're not going to make it far in this league. Yeah, no, you're right. It's it is as simple as that. Um comes back to like the bench they don't have shooters that can come off the bench like when chris paul can't be a playmaker for those guys like i get like booker's a good shooter obviously durant's durant but other than that like what are we looking at nothing a whole lot of nothing and so tonight they they play again tonight uh scott foster who is 14 and 0 with chris against chris <laughs> paul bad news bad news for the suns um Hopefully that doesn't matter. I hate to to have a ref control outcomes of a playoff game. So we'll see if the Clippers can keep the momentum up and see if the Suns can take back a win on their own in their own court. I mean, I would take the Suns tonight. I think this is a long series. If they go down to at home, then they're they're done. So yeah, I agree. I agree. Speaking of being down, losing the first game at home, the Milwaukee Bucks lost their first game against the Heat. Remember. How I said I was scared of the heat. I just played 11 minutes. <laughs> I know, but still, still. They, I, don't, uh, I don't think you can even say still. I mean, when Kevin Love like, gives you 18 off the bench, he's, he was a corpse. He was a corpse, and they revived him. <laughs> they, that is true. You did say somehow Kevin Love would, <laughs> would be good in the playoffs. Yep. Uh, so where was Low- Did Lowry get hurt this game too? No, I just think he was booty. He was not. He was yeah. not playing Lowry. He was not. Booty. Yeah, he, he does have booty. Um, <laughs> so in this game, two key injuries. A lot, as you said, Giannis played 11 minutes. He ended the game with a back contusion. Uh, you asked me if he will play next game, and I would assume so. They're getting it. They're probably shipping him off to Germany right now to get some uh, steroids in his butt or whatever. He's optimistic for game two. Uh, he said it says it says that the back injury came back clean, so that's good. You want to see the best players out there. You don't want to see, you know, people getting injured and that to be determining what series what happens in the series. But either way, Jimmy Butler, thirty five points, playoff Jimmy is back. Uh, he wasn't ready for the Hawks game, but I think he he must have he must have smelled the blood in the water with the the Bucks and. The the thing with them is that their their wings their wing defenders aren't going to be able to keep up with any good forward. I mean, Jimmy Butler could do whatever he wanted. Uh, Bam Adebayo actually had a decent game, and they I mean, Brooke, Chris Middleton he I know he got thirty three points. He was like nothing on defense. Brook Lopez looked lost without Giannis out there helping him, and it's just I mean it's a completely different team without Giannis out there. And if 
that lingers and that back problem lingers and it can't be Giannis carrying him on the back. I can see it getting interesting. But that being said, if Giannis plays, Giannis is back healthy, then I expect, I still expect the Bucks to take care of business here. Yeah, I don't, I don't really, if we can take a lot away from this game, unless the Giannis injury is going to cause him to miss more time or cause him to not be effective on the floor because the Bucks are not Bucks without him. They're yeah. like barely a playoff team. Yeah. So I don't know, like changes everything on not only offense, but on defense as well. Like you said, Brooke Lopez looks lost out there. Middleton can be a good defender, but like he could also win defensive player of the year when you don't have him out there. Mm-hmm. Um, not like they've been playing together without him either. Yeah, no, he's been playing pretty consistently all year. And what scares me about the Bucks, if I'm a Bucks fan, is just way too much Grayson Allen. Uh, Bobby Portis off the bench is 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 good, but I mean Grayson Allen, Javon Carter, Wesley Matthews, Joe Ingles, Jay Crowder. One of these guys is gonna have to step up, and one of these guys is gonna have to have a couple good playoff games for them to to keep going in this in this race. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think if Giannis, like, if he's fine, then, like, this doesn't matter. I agree. Series gets wrapped up, maybe six rather than five. So, on the Miami Heat side, Tyler Hero also broke his hand. He is going to be out for the remainder of the season, unless somehow they make the finals. That's what I saw, that he could be back by the finals if they make it, but I don't expect that happening. They, that's going to be a huge loss for them. Caleb Martin stepped up with him being down, and... They're gonna need they're gonna need some guy to fill that role. They, knowing the Heat, they'll find a guy to fill that role. Gabe Vincent, Caleb Martin, they'll figure it out. But yeah, just a a big loss for them because they haven't had a lot of offense all season. And when people like to make fun of Tyler Hero, but when he's out there, uh, he's productive and he he hits three pointers and gets creates offense for him. Yeah, it's definitely a big loss for him. Uh, last thing you need as the eight seed is one of your better scores done for the series. Yep. Oh, it does. It does suck. Speaking and they're of, not going to make the finals. So he's not going to. Yeah. Uh, speaking of hand injuries, John Morant sadly left the game with a, with a, a hand injury against the Lakers. Lakers took that game. They're up one Oh, in the series. Uh, they, they beat them one twenty eight to one twelve. It was a close game throughout. Until it was uh until it was Austin Reeves time. Austin Reeves, uh he, he put the team on his back and show, showed he was him. So he he really took over in the last couple minutes of this game. Uh gotta talk about Rui Hachimura off the bench as well. Twenty nine points for him. He was insane this game. Like absolutely blazing hot. Uh every time he got the ball, it seemed like it was going in. He was finding a way to get it in. Uh, he had great rebounds, played great defense against them, and it seems like the Grizzlies are just too small. I mean, they they have they they got out there with Xavier Tillman. What do you say? Small. Too small, too small, man. It's all about it's all about size. It's all about size. So, especially if Jaws and playing uh, in Game Two, I can see the Lakers taking a two zero lead here. And sadly, if Jaws out for the rest of the series, hell, I could see the Lakers possibly sweeping them maybe they take a game or two but uh th- this lakers team was fire firing on all cylinders you're not going to get another Rui hachimura game like that so you're going to need lebron to step up a little bit more than he has been anthony davis it looked like his arm fell off right before halftime uh he <laughs> told the reporters that he he can't he can't move it you know lebron came in there with a syringe stabbed anthony davis in the arm said <laughs> get back out there champ gave him a pat on the back and there they were but he had a great game. Uh, Vanderbilt had a had a bad game. D'Angelo Russell, I mean, he had a good game for his standards in the playoffs. But it it, it falls on Austin Reeves this game and Rui Hachimura. So shout out to them. I mean, we we were talking about Rui Hachimura when it when the trade happened. We thought it was pretty, you know, like an average trade. Like yeah, they get another depth piece that they can play. But we didn't think much of it, and. He got it. He got his worth for the Lakers, or the Lakers got his worth with uh. Remember that story just about Rui that like maybe Rui just doesn't like basketball. 
Yeah. I think maybe I Rui doesn't like regular season basketball. Maybe what we've been waiting for is playoff Rui. I love that theory. I haven't really it. seen it. No, there we've was never one seen one series it. against the Sixers. Oh, and yeah, if yeah. I recall, he was pretty good in that series. That that's a that's a great point. I absolutely love that theory. Let's I, I and people were saying immediately, like, oh, you're not gonna get this Rui again. You're not gonna get this Rui again. Why not? Why not? He can if he can keep hitting his threes and they keep putting him in position to hit those threes, uh, let's see what he could do. I, I love that and I, I wanna see some more playoff Rui. I'm excited to see them play tomorrow. Uh, if you're going to go on a playoff run and you're a team like the Lakers, you also need your guys like Reeves and Rui mm -hmm. have games like this. Yeah, it's exactly like what we were Even saying the with the Suns. Even teams have to have... Yeah, right. Yep. It's have to have your random bench guys that, like, everyone doesn't expect anything from out and light the floor on fire. So... With with this lining up and with Jaw Jaw's injury, we're we're looking at the Lakers playing. They'd be playing uh, whoever is the whoever wins what series. Uh, whatever whoever wins the Kings Warriors, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at the bracket right now. They will. Uh, that's last year's bracket. Come on now. That's also last year's Got bracket. It. All right. Anyways, so they will be playing. They were playing that game. That, that whoever wins that series, correct? So that means they could they could either match up against the the Kings or the Warriors. Either way, uh, would be a fun matchup. And what's scary is that it's it's really looking like the Lakers can are making a path to this finals. You think there's a real shot? I mean, if they. Honestly, yes, yes. You have LeBron and Anthony Davis on your team. That alone, and you get a couple other good games from these these bench guys, and all of a sudden we could be talking about them creeping their way to the Western Conference Finals. It would be the best NBA playoff story that we've had in my lifetime. Oh, and it would be... seed Lakers team with LeBron was able to make it that far, even if they make the Conference Finals. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And you know they're this not going to be normal for the NBA. Mm -mm. And you know they're not going to be scared if Sacramento pulls out this series. LeBron's definitely not going to be afraid to go into Sacramento, even know how loud and uh, electric that stadium is. Beam is. Oh, he's not. He doesn't care about no beam. So he he's going to come in. He, he's. I mean, him, Anthony Davis. We just talked about the bench guys. They have a good team around them, and it is. It's definitely looking like this is a possibility of like this as people coming in to the year and especially how they started the year, how their roster looked, it, it could it, people thought of it as just like a, oh, it's a wasted LeBron year yet again. He's yeah. not going to do anything, but he has a legit shot to win this. So he's going to have to play his best. And first of all, let's let's make sure they take care of the Grizzlies before we talk about the other. Yeah, it's been one game. I agree. Uh, I don't know what the deal is with Ja. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh. I heard today that he'll be a game time decision. Yep, game time decision versus the Lakers. But uh, it says like the latest injury update is bad news for the Grizzlies. So who knows? Like bad news for the Grizzlies. <laughs> All right, Knicks Cavs, a series that we thought was going to go seven. Um, to begin with, it seemed like everyone was on it to begin with. The Knicks steal one at Cleveland, game one, 107-90, or sorry, 101-97. This was a grudge match, felt like, uh, between between the two teams. And what I, my my thing is, is Donovan Mitchell can't do this alone. It's tough to lose a game when someone, anyone on your team gets 38. It's a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. But we were kind of saying, like, going in that they have, like, decent pieces around him. Uh, didn't really get anything. No. He really didn't get much at all. Jared Allen was the only uh, – him and Dar – uh, sorry, Darius Garland and Jared Allen were the only two players on Cleveland besides Donovan Mitchell to even reach double digits. Uh, they got nothing from their bench whatsoever. They, they – it seems like they could use another, another big, and 
here's Kevin Love playing for the Heat, scoring for the Heat, <laughs> that they just gave him for free. They didn't get anything back. So it's yeah, true. It it really shocked. I mean, it shocked me when they did it. I don't know why they did it, but uh, now it's coming to bite them in the butt. Evan Mobley, if he's becoming the player that everyone thinks he can eventually become, he needs to do more on the offensive side. He was a great defensive player, got 11 rebounds. He still made his presence on the game, but needs to produce more on the offensive side. And just they they all need to play better. I mean, 43 minutes, 44 minutes, 43 minutes for Jared Donovan and Darius. But uh, they 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 they're using a lot of their energy already, and it's it's looking worrisome for the Cavs. Yeah, I mean, we expected this series to be close. Uh, losing game one by four, even though it's at home, is really not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I will say this this series has a fascinating matchup. Down low, it's a lot of like old school big man. Mm-hmm. Like Jared Allen against Mitchell Robinson down there, and then throw Mobley in there too. And Randall. Um, yeah, Randall's not really like an old school big man. That's though. true. That's true. But yeah, there a lot of a lot of strength down in the paint. It's gonna be. It's a much different series than a lot of these other ones. Like the Warriors Kings is a completely different game. Oh yeah. What we're gonna see in it's a different sport. Yeah. Oh, oh, what we'll see in this series. And my biggest concern for the Cavs coming in was their small forward position, Isaac Okoro, C.D. Osman, Karis LeVert, and it, it. I was right to worry about them. They got 18 points, all three of them combined, and just had they have they had nothing from their bench, and they got they had to get everything from Mitchell. So you, they need more to uh to to keep up with them. I think. That this game, this series will still go probably six or seven. And for going in, though, I, I wasn't too, like, on, like, wasn't too, you know, excited about the Knicks. I didn't know what they were going to look like. Uh, we, we saw Madison, they, they pooped down their legs last time against the Hawks when last time they made the playoffs. So it was good to see them get a win, a, uh, get a win in Cleveland and play really well, all of them combined. I, I can't wait for that first game at the Garden. Oh, that game's going to be electric. All right. Last series we haven't talked about, my Boston Celtics against the Atlanta Hawks. You want to say you want to say something? Uh, game 1 was not was not really fun. It <laughs> <laughs> wasn't. <laughs> I guess like it it looks yeah. <laughs> Looks a lot closer than it really was. I mean, it wasn't this is like a thirty point game at halftime? It was disgusting. Yeah, the the Hawks did they they did creep back in there. Uh, got my dad a little concerned. I was playing water polo during the second half, so I didn't get to see it. But this is a terrible matchup for the Hawks. Trey Young, I mean, he can he can switch on to whoever he wants, and everyone's just gonna stuff him. So the the Hawks just don't have the size for against Cel- against the Celtics. Uh, Robert Williams played really well. He uh he got a bunch of good rebounds, a bunch of nice blocks, and twelve points off the bench for a nice couple of lobs. Jalen Brown, of course, twenty nine points. I mean, he's been doing this all season. He's great. Jason Tatum played great, and Derek White, third best player on the Celtics. He uh he showed out this game. Had a bunch of bunch of good defensive plays. Had a bunch of good offensive plays, and ended with twenty four points. Yeah, and this is another one where it's like, wasn't that surprising? Mm-hmm. As bad as it was, uh, I don't even know what to say in terms of analysis. Like this is this should be wrapped up quickly. The I, I would be shocked if like I wouldn't be surprised if the Hawks won a game at home. Uh, if it goes longer than five, I would be shocked. The the comments Walker Lewis said that the the Hawks are still going to beat the Celtics. He's from Atlanta. <laughs> So I'm not oh, okay. I'm not gonna address that anymore. The <laughs> it's funny the best the Hawks looked was when Trey Young was off the court, when Deontay Murray had the ball in his hand and was doing everything. I was more scared of the mm-hmm. Hawks than when Trey Young was out there. So they this is gonna be a weird off season for them. When they lose, I'm not. I wasn't scared before. I'm definitely not scared now. And game two. Starts in uh starts in two hours. 
I, I wouldn't be worried at all. I mean, I'd be excited because it's the playoffs, and that's that's about it. Yeah, that's that's how I'm feeling, really. And it's funny. I was, like, a little upset. I was like, oh, man, we have – it's because over the weekend, it was so nice. I mean, you had playoff game after playoff game, no overlap, uh, and no no need to, like, have two screens. But now we have Knicks-Cavs starting at 7.30 with this, this the Hawks-Celtics starting at 7. So – once, once the Celtics are up by thirty, I'll be fine. I'll just switch it to the ca- the, the Cavs next game. <laughs> hockey. Uh, what do you say, hockey? You want to go hockey? Oh, I, oh. I don't know. What this, I said you're cocky. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, I am cocky. I do. I have a reason not to be cocky. Oh, I mean, it's like might as well start previewing the Sixers Celtics second round series. <laughs> the only thing they can stop you is if. I won't even say it. I don't want to create any bad juju. Were you going to say an injury? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's not throw that out there. Because, I mean, it's two seed in the West and the one seed in the East have already had big injuries to their best players. Yeah, so let's just hope and pray everyone in the Celtics stays healthy. All right. Speaking of, I mean, hell, hockey. You want to talk about hockey? I know the Bruins are what the best team in NHL history or something like that. <laughs> uh, it's not an exaggeration. I don't oh, know if they yeah. set. I think they probably they did. did. They set, set the, the record. record. They oh they set the the wins record too. So uh, I guess best regular season team in history. Yeah, good for them. <laughs> so I, with the Caps not in it, I haven't. They paid a lick of attention, to be honest. Oh, okay. Buffalo's in the playoffs. I didn't know that. Yeah. Actually, wait, no, they're not. Are they? No. No, they're not. Let's score. The Kraken made it, though. Kraken did make it. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, I didn't know you. I forgot that the. I, I didn't know the Caps were bad this year and didn't make it. How bad were they? How bad did they end up? Uh. Uh, they missed by a couple spots. Yeah. It wasn't like, it didn't, like, come down to the last game of the year or anything. Uh, yeah, they missed it by about seven games. Yeah, I don't know, uh, I don't know what the offseason likes, looks like, but they already got rid of their coach. Well, they mutually parted ways. It means they fired him. But, probably. <laughs> uh, alright, well, then I, I can't give any analysis either. I, I didn't watch anything, so... We'll start. I'll watch some of the games, maybe. I was gonna say we'll we'll try to dabble in some hockey. Try to get some hockey uh, things out there. I mean, we're not a. People should know by now. We don't ever talk about hockey, so that's a that's a good point. All right. Well, that is what the NBA playoffs looks like tonight. I'm gonna give out some picks. Uh, I like I like whatever the the Celtics spread is. Actually, unless it's like forty, but uh, it's only like ten. Okay. So I like that. I like Suns spread. Oh, no, not spread. Suns money line, Clippers spread if you're going the other way. And Knicks Cavs. Oh, God. I'm going to say the Cavaliers take this one. That's what I would put my money on. Uh, that's what I would suggest out there. Kind of like I have the Suns and Cavs spreads in a parlay. I just figured home team bounces back. Not to get too caught up in, in what we saw in game one. I like I yeah, I like that. A little bounce back game for both eight's, home teams. Eight's a big number against Kawhi Leonard, but why is it eight? They need it. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like the Clippers just won game one. Why is that why is that minus eight? It should be like minus one and a half. That's weird. Nah, get. that's ridiculous to me. Well, uh, we didn't talk about the play-in, but the, the picks that we gave for the second round of the play-in were all wrong because we just rode the underdogs again. Yeah, that's true. We uh, yeah. we, we made a mistake there. We You went yeah. you went all this time without mentioning it. I was going to apologize. I completely <laughs> forgot at the beginning. Yeah, that was uh, not a good look by us. After doing the first round right on my book, I, I completely yeah. well, I was three for four. Yeah, it's not bad. All right. <laughs> you ready to go to some college corner all i want to talk about always god 
54 minutes for the co- for 55 for the college corner. That's like the the lowest we've ever gone to start college. <laughs> it might be. All right, let's hear it. How did the Hunter Dickinson uh, meeting go? Were you in the building? They they let you in. Apparently, oh, I wasn't. Uh, apparently, it went great. I love to hear it. So apparently, they hit it off, which which my insider said. Apparently, do you hear of a visit not going well? It's usually yeah, not like true. he went there and he's like, "Ooh, I don't like it here." Yeah, and like the staff was a bunch of dicks, but but obviously, I would rather hear that it went great than anything else. Didn't get a commitment on the spot, which it's like a one percent chance anyway. He goes to Kansas Thursday, so kind of have like no new information until then, which is driving me nuts. It's like I wake up and I just check the website. It's like, oh, no, nothing really. So hopefully that visit actually does go poorly. The funny thing is, Mark Turgeon went to Kansas. So everyone's making jokes about like, what if Turgeon just happens to show up at Kansas or like, sees an old team picture and he's like, wait a minute. He's like, no. Who's, who's that little he's guy? He's like, no. <laughs> so I don't know if he knows that Turgeon went to Kansas. Hopefully he figures that out and it's a deal breaker for him. That would be the best possible scenario and it would be hilarious. But yeah, we're just waiting to see what happens Thursday. But I'm I'm happy with how the visit went. So uh, tell me if I'm wrong, but did you see that there was a couple decommits from Michigan? No, I didn't. Let me like roots coming in the decommitted or like freshmen, freshmen who want to oh, okay. release their uh, national letter of intent. Yeah. Uh, so I guess it was just one signee, but uh, just I was I was thinking since it was a Big Ten team, maybe you maybe knew a little bit about it. I see something like there was a board that was asking if it was somebody that we would recruit. And I saw Rutgers. I didn't realize that he was a Michigan signee, though. Uh, yeah, that's kind of strange. After their center transfers, their incoming center uh, decides he doesn't want to play there anymore. It's awesome. Uh, Juwan Howard's falling apart there, so they probably won't be much of a problem. Uh, Caleb Love did go there, though. You worried about him at all? Uh, not really. I think he's just a big name. Fair enough. But the other big news for us was we're changing our football uniforms. Yes, I saw that. Helmets. So that was if you awesome. haven't seen the the Maryland script helmets, just look up that exactly. It's what we used to wear, and then we went to the obsessive Maryland flag helmets. I'm just I glad you're done with those. It was a lot. I, 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 even from Maryland, I just like all the Maryland flag stuff is so ridiculous. Not that well, like, like, it's a they're... cool flag, cool, but like, come on, give it a break. It has its places to be used, and like, if it's used subtly, I think it's cool. The helmets were not subtle at all. Nah. So that was the issue I had there. Like, I feel like I probably have some sort of Maryland gear. Like, yeah, here, look at this. Like, just the trim right there on the jersey. Yeah, that yeah. Cool, that think. looks good. Yeah, It's not good. like the whole jersey. Exactly. And you got a, a little carried away with using the Maryland flag. No, and growing up, too, it's like every lacrosse kid that you see has the socks and the shorts. shorts and the, Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they, it's like, come on, give it a break. Yeah. All right. But anyway, so everyone's very excited about that. I think that was a big step forward. That I, I, I'm excited about that too. With our athletic director, good for the Willard stuff, for the uniforms, the the cheap football tickets. So things are things are looking up for us. I'm happy. Probably to have that. another another two weeks before we hear about Hunter for real. Oh, two weeks. I know. God, it's I, not even. I read. I read first week of May is when he should be decided. Which feels right. like an eternity. Yeah, it's gonna feel like forever for you. <laughs> it's not even that. Like, <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. Like, either way, the program's still on the right track. But it it would be really nice. 
Yeah, it, you it gotta... turns them from being on the right track to being a legit title contender. I agree. Possibly the favorite to win the Big Ten. That would be awesome. That would be that would make for great content here. What? So, on the Carolina side, we got Miles Stute from Vanderbilt. He shot. 40 plus percent from three. He only averaged about nine points, if I'm remembering correctly. Four and a half rebounds. But as I've been saying, any transfer is a good transfer. Anyone who wants to play here in Columbia is welcomed with open arms. And I'm excited just to get more guys out there. I mean, we we he's a power forward that uh we're losing some in the the draft. We're losing, of course, Gigi. So we're gonna need some guys out there. We already got a point guard in the the transfer portal so we're filling out the roster and just some new blood out there to see to see what works and this is a, a young program so hopefully more guys like that keep coming because especially when you leave an sec school that had a better record than we did and beat us twice the to come here is a is a big statement for for hopefully more transfers yeah honestly like at this point for you guys it's just about as many people in the building as possible, right? Yeah, and then what I want is people who yeah. buy in, people who want right. to be here, people who see a vision for this program, and it seems like Miles is a perfect, perfect addition. Excited to see, yeah, see him. I don't, I don't really him. know anything about him, obviously, but yeah, happy, I don't, happy I, for you guys. I don't know either, but I, that's all I could. <laughs> all I know is the stats that I saw on Twitter. But what a What's concerning me a little bit is Arkansas. They got a whole – they already got a five-man. It could have been a starting lineup for the South Carolina Gamecocks all in the transfer portal. They've gotten some five – They have a lot of money to play with down there. Oh, yeah. I don't and, know why. Like, I never think of Arkansas as one of those schools, but they are. Yeah, and, I mean, beating the number one seed in the tournament this year definitely has helped. And – yeah. That they're they just keep getting guys, so they they might win the SEC next year, uh, compete with Alabama. So there's a there might be a new a new team to to hate the most over in the SEC basketball wise. Also, their coach takes his shirt off when they win. Yeah, around the thirty two. Yeah, I like Musselman, but just a bit much. The. The other thing that happened this weekend was the spring game for the South Carolina Gamecocks, the football team. They they went out there. The only thing I really looked at, because I didn't go to the game, of course, I was in Tennessee. The only thing I really looked for was how Lenore Sellers, our freshman quarterback, looked. And he looked awesome. The, the highlights that I saw, he's got a cannon. He can move around. And it looks like we have our successor to Rattler once he leaves next year. And I can't be more excited. The goggles are going to be putting fear into college football. What's his name? His name is Lenora Sellers. Isn't that a fire name? It's an awesome name. Sellers could be. Sellers uh, could be a little better. Is that what you're saying? Run around in a bad way. Yeah, that's true. If he sells a game, he's going to be he's going to be Sellers. So yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I do uh, like the goggles. The goggles are sick. He looks so cool, cold in those. He's big too. Yeah, six three, two thirty. Yep. Size. Yeah, there it is. Lenora Sellers does really good things for South Carolina in spring game. Mm-hmm. And to see it. We got a bunch of bunch of guys in the twenty twenty four class. We got a couple. I think we got a safety, a corner, and uh, a running back coming in. We desperately this year we need a running back for our team. Uh, we got a couple D two guys that. Seems like Beamer's putting trust into. I would like to see another guy transfer in. Hopefully, get like a real SEC back out there. Because if we keep if we throw some smaller D two guys, they're just going to get thrown around by SEC defensive lines. So yeah, definitely want another another running back in here. We could use some edge help. There was some rumors that Jordan Birch, who literally just transferred to uh, Oregon who is one of our edge defenders. He was a five-star recruit. He's from Florence. Uh, apparently, he might he might be coming back, changing his mind. But 
I, I'm not going to get hope for that. He literally just committed to Oregon after the bowl game. So I don't know why he would then flip and come back. They can. <laughs> They're youngins. That's true. It's and true. They haven't maybe, really made up their minds yet. Yeah, maybe the... They uh, think that they have, and then it flips right away. Yeah, maybe the grass isn't always greener. So who knows? <laughs> It'll be interesting true. to see if he comes back. Uh, I, I'm not going to put any hope into it, but we do need edge help, so that would help a lot. Yeah, that's all I got. Okay. Cool. Yeah, uh, I went to my first baseball game the other night, and it was a crazy ending. We were down four runs in the bottom of the ninth, came back, just the Georgetown outfielder dropped a fly ball, uh, but then they lost an extras, which was a bummer. Damn. I, I'd be going, I will be going to my second baseball game on Thursday and possibly my third on Friday. They're, we're playing Florida. We are now, I think we're the third-ranked team in the, uh, in, the, in the nation right now. So going up a big matchup against Florida, and that'll be that'll be hopefully putting us into a, a top two seed if we we take care of business there. Oh, uh, you'll host a regional, which is fun. Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah, if things continue, of course. But... Yeah, yeah, of course they gotta they gotta take care of it. I mean, we got Charleston Southern tonight, so play one game at go. a time. I want to see. Does it have their ranking next to them? Uh, yeah, so now we are, oh, so we are, oh, sorry, we are six right now facing Florida, who is number three, so if we take care of business okay. there, we already beat, uh, I guess we lost the series to Vanderbilt, but we beat them once, uh, we tied the series with LSU, who is the number one ranked team, because a, a game had to get canceled, but mm-hmm. we're, it's looking good for our baseball program, the, it's good to hear, one of our rookie Hitters, God, I'm trying to remember his name right now, but he has already broken the rookie freshman. That's that's what I meant. Uh, he broke the freshman home run record already, and we're only halfway through the mm-hmm. season. So it's looking it's looking Jeez. bright for the the Gamecock baseball. This very impressive. All right, that's all I got. But uh all today hey, sweet well thank you all for listening uh hopefully you enjoy the playoff games tonight uh hopefully you have a good w- rest of your week and we'll see everybody on friday